like a 20 minute VR joyride through um, different levels that are inspired by the elements and they're inspired by like um, mythical, they have like mythical themes and um, they're poetic and it's meant to make you feel a certain way. Obscura, and <clears throat> I'm a writer and a publisher, and I helped write the script for Museum of Symmetry. When we, were, when we were working on it, we were really inspired by sacred geometry and the color wheel, and um, each character is modeled after a different zodiac sign. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. yeah, all of the zodiac signs didn't make it because we had to cut a couple characters, but yeah. lots of them are there. Which ones didn't make it? Mm-hmm. Like actually... half of them. <laughs> I don't really remember. Yeah, there's like six or seven. That I don't didn't think Capricorn in. is in there. No, Capricorn is not in there. <laughs> Even um, though I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> I know, right? I put a Cancer in there. It's yeah, there's a, a Virgo in there. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Each level is like a different element too. Fire and air? Yeah, so, uh, water. Water, yeah. I'm sorry, my brain isn't quite working this morning. And so each zodiac pertaining to that element like, was usually in that, in that level. So is it, just to clarify, like, is it a game when you describe it as a joyride? I know that I've read about how it's not goal-oriented, but mm-hmm. in terms of levels, how do you, as a participant like get to the levels well so i mean it's mostly on rails in a way i there's kind of the illusion of choice in the game like oh maybe if i did something different i would have ended up somewhere else but it's not true it's like it's a very like curated experience um so it's yeah it's not really a game it's more of an interactive room Mm -hmm. yeah you like engage with the environment around you but you can't really control Yeah, and your, like, progress isn't measured in any way, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, well, there's a lot of, like, really literal, like, like, at one point, actually, the Virgo character starts crying, and then, like, the the sun starts crying, (laughs) and then, like, the whole scene just fills with water, and it's, like, it's actually kind of... Um, silly <laughs> like when the players sometimes even laugh because it's just like what, what's happening mm-hmm. but um, I think that just kind of that emotion being displayed will make you feel a certain way mm-hmm. I think that when we were approaching um, the game through the lens of VR we really didn't want to do a thing where we were recreating reality which I think lots of VR is doing right now. I think that we really wanted to use the platform to do something like really fantastic. And I think that there was always this tension about it because it it was always supposed to be a game. But I think that at a certain point we realized it wasn't a game. It was more about creating an experience for people. ask about how you guys like how the two of you ended up collaborating together 
and how that kind of came together mm-hmm. in the process. I approached you because I saw um, I saw an interview with you. <laughs> oh no, I read it. <laughs> and um, yeah, I just thought that like um, your background was like kind of similar to mine. Like you're Mexican Canadian. Um, around my age like writing poetry and stuff and it's like that's just like what I lack you know right. I, I miss the like the letters and right so yeah I kind of like knew that we could like totally I think we're like very similar in like our artistic um in, in trust and intrigues but we manifest them differently like you're a visual thinker and I'm more um like think more in language mm-hmm. and so we were like so we were so on the same page all the time about like what we wanted to do and what we were trying to do which was create i think like a very magical psychedelic experience for people mm-hmm. mm. so yeah i think yeah you approached me and um but we'd kind of known each other a little bit i was like a big fan of your comics and the colorful worlds that you created because <laughs> i wish i could just live in paloma's art <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the game is is probably as close as you can get. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. totally. (laughs) Okay, so what was the process of collaborating together like once you started working? Um, well, okay, so uh, the game was kind of already underway, but the problem was that there wasn't much story to to hold on to. Like, it just kind of felt like a strange, you know, like dark psychedelic game it was just it was just missing some kind of love you know and so yeah I just I saw um I just needed like Ashley's help and then just <laughs> hit you up and then we kind of just did like this back and forth mm-hmm. um I kind of like would tell you the themes that I wanted to talk about and then I mean, you had never worked in games before. No, I'm not even a gamer, really. Yeah, exactly. I've never even, like, really played games Mm -hmm. or anything. Yeah. So it was just so um, interesting, like, your perspective. I felt like it was, like, refreshing for me. Because I also, like... I mean, I have played games a lot, but I'm not, like... I I don't know. I don't create games that are, like, typical. You know, that are, like, based on nostalgia, like, you know, pixels or whatever. Um... So, like, your perspective on games was even more, like, more refreshing. It was, like, another step of, like, oh, yeah, we can just do anything. Right. Yeah, it definitely had that vibe to it. Um, And I guess, like, the process is, like, we did a lot of conceptual planning for the first, like, like, for a long time. We just talked about the levels, and we, like, were trying to figure out the story, and that took so long. Mm -hmm. And then finally... During that process, too, like, I did a lot of character development, which I think really allowed us to, like, understand the characters in a whole new way. And um, for me, as a writer, it was so interesting because I'm so used to just, like, working alone on the page. And to have, like, a whole team and to already have these, like, environments built was so interesting because language, to me, became, like... Mm, it became like a whole new approach to like um, write for VR because I didn't have to like create the environment. I didn't really have to create the characters. I think for me it was more about um, like breathing like sentiment into the environments, um, which was like such an interesting experience for me as a writer. Um, so yeah, our collaboration was like really fluid, but like Paloma's like such a like free thinker and like I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> 
more of like a really like very Capricorn in my ways and so I think it was such an interesting thing because Paloma would be like I want it to be like this like I want it to like you know like really like ethereal like ideas that I would be like okay like how do we make this happen like how do we like do this on the earthly plane <laughs> where did the idea of taking zodiac signs as kind of basing the characters around that where did that come from well yeah actually you were writing all the like characters <clears throat> and I don't know, they, at some point, they kind of started to, like, sound the same. That's exactly it. I was yeah. going to say that, like, at a certain point in the editing process, like, all the characters kind of sounded the same, and I think that having the structure of, like, the Zodiac really, for some reason, like, really helped differentiate the characters and, like, the way I approached writing them. Mm-hmm. Sounded the same in terms of their voice? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, um... Yeah, I had never, like, because I'm a poet mostly, and I'd never really, um, like, done character development in that way. And, you know, it was, like, a learning curve for me. So I think once we were able to, like, differentiate their, like, voices and, like, what their, like, isms were, it became Mm -hmm. a lot easier to, like, make them, like, distinct characters. Mm -hmm. I I remember, like, there was always, like, um, our producer morale was always like it's so like it's like I don't know I was like my stuff is like really philosophical and cheeky but like all the characters were philosophical and cheeky at a certain point right yeah yeah, yeah. so (laughs) I had to like make them really different Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that seems like a good solution yeah it was really fun Mm -hmm. I like learned so much about the zodiac yeah (laughs) part of our research was like character traits right I know we have like so many weird documents of like all like the planning and stuff that we went into it Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) early drafts yeah actually I started drawing a comic around it because yeah, there's so much gold there, actually. Like, Ooh. you know, like, the compatibility of signs mm-hmm. and, like, how some of them are, like, drawn towards each other and, like, how some bring out the best in the other. And, yeah. So, I've been drawing mm-hmm. that. Is, is that a recent project? Yeah. I mean, I, I started working on it during production. Because yeah. I think there was a lot of stuff that, like, both you and I, like, on our own, but also together, like, we wanted the game to be like really big Mm -hmm. and there was a lot of stuff that like didn't make the cut yeah because just because of the our resources and the scope of the game so I think I also had like a bunch of writing that was created for a museum of symmetry that didn't necessarily make it Mm -hmm. but I want it to live on somehow yeah I'm taking I'm I'm using a lot of it I have to show you this comment yeah (laughs) Are you calling it Museum of Symmetry? Mm, I was thinking we call it like the Zodiac or something like mm-hmm. that. I don't know. <laughs> People will definitely read that comment. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, I want to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's great though in terms of like just speaking about collaborators from really different art like places in their practice and how like if you're trying to work together on one thing I feel like that will end up building something outside of it Mm -hmm. um I don't know I think it's like a 
it's always like a rich challenge to figure out how to work with someone who's coming at the same project with very different mm. like skill yeah. sets and a way of like seeing the world totally as well. that's my favorite thing totally. <laughs> and, uh, and but like also just to make a quick note on that like beyond that there were also like at a certain point um, when we started working with Casarara there was like a whole new like there were so many people involved in the project and so many you know, and like everyone had their own idea of how things could be, or like there were like certain limitations when we started actually putting it into VR. Mm. So there were like, <clears throat> I don't know how many were, there was like eight of us on the project yeah. or so. And, but like with that said, somehow it was like such a creative and free environment. Yeah, to totally. Because they were all so open. Like actually they were. They were also Latino, like, mm-hmm. Tali is Brazilian, and Ruben is oh, at Colombian, I think. Anyway, so, I mean, it, there was just, like, this, like, fire, like, like, warm communication thing going on, mm-hmm. so it was, like, pretty freeing. Yeah. We were able to, like, be honest with each other. Yeah, there was a lot of honesty, mm-hmm. like, brutal honesty. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Which is probably so vital when you're trying to create something that feels pure and right. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really know much about the production side of VR. So what, who's the team that's around you? What are their roles? Yeah, well, so I had a technical artist, Elliot Clave, who was huge, just like super helpful. I mean, he would take my art and make it work in the VR scene and like add post-production um, effects and integrate a lot of the art. And then I had a game designer, Charlene Boutin, who um, would take what the programmer was doing, Clement Lionel, um, and then integrate it into the game with the art and like create these like, um, you know, timed events. And um, Tally Goldstein was the um, like project manager. She would make, just whip everyone. <laughs> and Ruben Ferris was um, creative director, so he was just um, orchestrating. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I worked with Ruben a lot. I think because mm. he really, at a certain point, I think that like Paloma and I were not like lost in our ideas, but like at least for me, like I feel like Ruben really like was like the gel between the two of us in a way Mm. and he was like really really adamant on creating like a strong precise storyline and he like from my point of view like I loved working with Ruben I think that he really like helped me as a writer to kind of just like figure out like what I was doing and like yeah he was like the gel that kind of like attached everything for me at least Mm -hmm. Um, yeah they were great there were lots of women on the team too which was really amazing oh yeah was her our musician Kayla mm-hmm. Thompson she was amazing I, it was such like a gender balanced team I loved it mm-hmm. do you feel like that's rare in this field yeah for sure um, especially like a, a female game designer you know and like project manager like CEO person like yeah I feel like a lot of the time women are kind of um like the artists on um, games, but having someone on the technical side mm-hmm. is like important. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like that also speaks to like, so now the game is out and I feel like it's getting so much good response. Mm-hmm. Do you want to speak to that a little bit? Yeah, I'm, I'm super happy about the response. Um, like it got nominated for a Canadian Academy Award. That's so nuts. I didn't ah! even know that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What is that? Um, that's on the 28th. Or it was announced, I think. But like the winners. Oh, um, probably after the 28th of March. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I that's mean, crazy. I don't really care that much about awards, you know, but it's so nice to be able to go and mm-hmm. like. I think ultimately it's just so nice to like know that the work is resonating with people and I yeah. think it's like really. Like, there's nothing else really like it. It's very, very unique. Mm-hmm. Because VR is such a new um, technology and you know I think given like that we had we had a poet working on the game like I think that's really rare in VR like mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think dialogue and storyline are never really given like a poetic treatment yeah true and like the 2d parts too <clears throat> like no one makes a VR game in 2d it's just not seen mm-hmm. well I feel like most people's perception of VR is, as we were saying, like, kind of like this way of just viewing, re- like, actual reality mm-hmm. through this new lens, but mm-hmm. it's someone's curated reality. Right. So it must be so refreshing to use the same tools in order to immerse someone in a total yeah. non reality. Totally. Yeah. Like, you're in, like, a, the sky, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, floating on, like, an air balloon, and then you're, like, fla- you're like swimming with, like, or you're, like, on top of a manta ray yeah. at the end in the ocean, and there's just so many cool, like, feelings, I feel, because, like, no one can actually do that in real life, so, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of back to, like, using museum asymmetry to put people in really unrealistic situations Yeah, that are, like, really blissful totally fantastical mm-hmm. yeah I feel like it also raises the question of like well or just you know we have these tools why not use them to create these magical spaces mm-hmm. yeah of like course. your project is really spearheading that and also seems to be challenging like what people's concepts of what games can be and do mm-hmm. for people in terms of experience yeah mm-hmm. And probably the, I don't know, like having a more poetic feminine narrative mm-hmm. is really resonating with people. Yeah, for and sure. And it's refreshing. I also yeah. love that like kids can play it too. Like, oh, that was actually always our original audience was mm-hmm. like, our like projected like player was always like a young kid. Mm-hmm. But it's like so cool that like kids can play it and then also like adults can play it and they both kind of have like similar experiences but very like different experiences. Too. Mm-hmm. I love that it's accessible in that way to kids. Yeah, me too. Because I think that we were both kind of like channel- channeling our like inner child when mm-hmm. we were working on it. I know specifically you were always talking about how you wanted to recreate the experience you had in a museum when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. That was like the original like seed of the of the project. Right. Yeah. Science museum, right? Um. No, the Natural History Museum in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Actually, the Science Museum, too. <laughs> All the museums in Ottawa are, like, insanely great. Just going to those as a kid and, like, taking all that in. It was so immersive. 
Uh, I love that. Just mm-hmm. such a place of like innocent discovery. Yeah. So yeah. In terms of this project, is there anything else that you want to say that we didn't get to touch on? Mm-hmm. No, no, we're gonna be no. doing a new project together. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. That was my next thing. <laughs> what's next? I mean, for both we can of talk you. more about Museum of Symmetry, but mm. no, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we still have to like develop it, but um, it's going to be with this amazing festival in the UK called Manchester International. They hit me up a little while ago to like make a game, and yeah, I really want Ashley to help me out with this one. Um, I think that there's something we can like do, kind of like for a more mature audience, you know, like a little bit. deeper, darker, a little more real. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we, we have to talk about it still. But. So really, or again, it's really early phases, mm-hmm. but I think if we're on the same page, I think we want it to be like a little darker, mm-hmm. and currently we're like maybe going to talk about like AI and borders. It's mm-hmm. like currently the general themes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I'm so it's going to so be really excited. different. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's going to be super different. Yeah, check out Museum of Symmetry. It's free to download online and play through Steam. Uh, Through Steam, yeah. Yeah, everyone should check it out Mm -hmm. and go see this colorful world. (laughs) (laughs) Especially in the depths of winter. Yeah, Yeah. so true. Okay, thank you so much for talking to me about your project. This is great. (laughs) Okay.